Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. No, nope, going to need a second. James, I don't know why. James had to KSFM. I don't know why. James KSFM was sold up. Bend that ass over. Yeah, yeah. We got him screaming D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo. We got him screaming D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, D-Lo. We your number one spot. We your number one spot for some sports, huh? Got the city going crazy when we work, huh? We top two, but we ain't two. We in first, huh? And when you need the real, we is who you search, huh? D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo. We your number one spot. Shout out to roommates. I'm still getting used to having a roommate. Okay, okay. You know, you know, like. You already on, know what time it is, baby. Yeah, bro, we're on the radio. You already you know, know what, what time it is, baby. You know, like. You already three, know what time it is, baby. Hey. Three quarters of our audience didn't see what you just did. They're, they're going to see it. They're going to see it. They're going to go back and watch later. They're going to see it. Okay. This game going to have me yeah. out here. Talking like hey. I'm Ed Johnson. I'm just be like, hey, here we go. Hey, can you, you go can you monitor his mic levels all day? Just I never know when he's just gonna like erupt. <laughs> They're gonna have me like I'm Ed Johnson today, baby. I'm, I'm just be <laughs> like I'm Ed Johnson. Well, just don't be Booker T. You be I'm Ed Johnson. Just don't be Booker T. It's already happened once. Well, that's a legend too. That's a legend. No, no, it's not. I don't know. I I ran back the tape for you guys. It's not. Legend. I'm pretty sure. That's a legend. Pretty sure Casey went Booker T on everybody. (laughs) Not just on the stream either. What's good, baby? We in here on this Friday, man. Look, I'm showing support. Got my cap sweatsuit on. Word is for you. What sweatsuit? It's cap. Oh, okay. Cabinet. I'm, I'm trying. Right. It's the closest thing I got. It's black. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm yo, gonna... it's a Colin Kaepernick sweatshirt. Ain't no I'm red try... up in there, man. I appreciate it, though. I appreciate it. I see you could have. You could have just said it. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Bro. All right. Well. You. All right. The ultimate needle mover in God mode himself. He's Kenny Caraway. Yes, sir. Acknowledge me. Philly sucks. Okay. Well, there's that too. We're happy that you're here with us. It'll be an eventful Friday for sure. It's a big uh, game. I didn't. I game. didn't recognize. You know that. what? This is a big game. It's it's a fun game, but that's that's all it really is. It's all it really is. We'll talk about it some more, but that's all it really is. It's just a fun game. Some for you know in the middle. It's almost like the uh, NFL version of the end season tournament. So I'm gonna ask you a question. Forty mm-hmm. ers win Friday. Come Monday, it's just a fun game. That's all it is. It's, it's fun. I'm going to talk my talk, but that does not win us what we want. We want a Super Bowl. That's all that matters this year. Uh, you, and I, I clearly understand. I'm going to talk it, my talk. I'm going I'm to come up here, you know, talking crazy about Sirianni and all this other stuff. I'm going to talk my talk, but don't get it twisted. It doesn't 
get us the ultimate, all we want. Super Bowl. It's all we want. We don't want no bragging rights. We don't want no revenge. I don't care if we ever see Philly. All right? I don't care if we got to go through damn Chicago in, in December or January. I don't care. All I want to be is in Las Vegas in the third week of February with Christian McCaffrey holding up that Super Bowl trophy, with Brock Purdy holding up that Super Bowl trophy with a backwards hat. That's all I want. That's all that matters. So this is fun. Listen, we're going to have fun. We're going to have a good time. You know, and when we win, Mm -hmm. it's going to be fun. But it's not the ultimate goal. Are we allowed to listen to this? Yeah. No. God damn it, I said turn it off. Are we allowed to listen to this? God damn it, I said turn it off. Just asking. Broadcast journalists just trying to get the, you know, the right. Not this week. Not this week. Maybe not for some months. Month? Because Philly, Philly, I mean, we ain't cool. Regardless of what happens, we still ain't cool after this. So Meek's on restriction for for months? Yeah, yeah, for till March. What about Boys to Men? Yeah. Well, we was listening to. <laughs> shout out Sean Stockman. Big that boy could go. Big ups. Oh my gosh, that boy can go. <laughs> yeah, we was listening to Slow Jams before the show started. What's wrong with you? What you, what what you trying about, to say? What y'all know about that new Secret Garden, the, the, the well, remake of the Secret Garden? They don't know about I, I that. I didn't even know. I, I didn't know about it until 30 minutes ago. I didn't know that record existed. Fire. Fire. Shout out Omar Wilson. Shout out Raheem Devon, Sean Stockman. Will Cisco. Will Come on, Cisco. Yeah. I don't like the way that you said that. It bothers from me. Philly. Okay, all right. There ain't nobody from Philly getting no love right now, you especially know, Bernard Hopkins. This this game, this game is massive for the conference. The I think f- it dictates the conference. 49ers could open this whole thing up for themselves, mm-hmm. for the Cowboys especially, for the Detroit Lions. Man, the 49ers could set the tone for the rest of the season in that conference if they beat the Philadelphia Eagles this weekend. Mm. Like this, I I, I know, I, I completely get it. It, it, it. It's fun. The goal is the Super Bowl. I get that. Eagles win. I think it's just everybody get to the end of the season, fight for your division, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in a second for the San Francisco 49ers. It's pretty much locked up for them. But – 49ers get that victory. Boy, oh boy. Hey, that. Oh, man. And I'm not even talking about just, I'm, again, I'm not talking from a 49ers perspective. I'm talking from the top teams in the NFC. Yes. Four teams have a shot at that number one seed. Yes, absolutely. And you you look at a team that we've written off a lot, dismissed a lot. Yeah. They'll have new life. If the 49ers win this game on Dallas Cowboys, yep. Dallas Cowboys, they'll have new life because they'll look at it as a situation where, hey, they got that win. They're coming into Dallas. We can get this win. And I think that would put them one game behind uh, the Eagles. And Dallas got to feel like, hey, we can run the table. As long as we don't face the Niners, we run the table in the regular season. So they're just waiting for another Eagles slip up. Cowboys are nine and three. Or excuse me, they'd be tied. I said one game behind, they'd be tied. Cowboys are nine and three. Dak in the MVP conversation? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. 
What 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 is what is all of this hand motion? I, I was just telling the I was just, I was just telling Kyle right now if the um 49ers win this week and Dallas wins next week, Dak is the front runner for MVP. Are Whoa. Are you crazy? Whoa. Are you out of your mind? I, I, are you, I, no, I'm not. Are you at so 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 the hell with what Brock Purdy just did. Co-sign this, Kyle Matson. The hell with Brock Purdy just did. If he, you just said, if the Niners win this week, the hell with that. He went into Philly, something Dak didn't do. He went into Philly and got that done. The hell with him, huh? My thoughts coming up in eight minutes. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a. Absolutely not. He he is. You can't deny it. He I, is. He's I, up there. I got. He's it. up there. You said front runner. I just, yeah, I'm going to put wait a second. I'm going to put Well, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait, neutral corners. Let me at him. This ain't the day. I asked. You're lucky there's glasses right here. <laughs> I asked if Dakota was in the MVP conversation. You said absolutely not. He's laid out a scenario that said he's, he's, he's the front runner. You got mad at him, then said he's in the conversation. I'll ask this question if again. He, if he did that. If he did that. Only if he beats Philly. Only if he did that. He's not in the conversation absolutely right now. Absolutely not. And if he loses to Philly again, absolutely not. So in that well, scenario, I'm, if he does that, yes, he's in the conversation, but he ain't the December runner. 1st, 12-0-9. Dak's not in the MVP conversation? No, why would he be? I think you're wrong. Why would he be? That hype train is building Bro, right now. Why would he be? Bro, we, we've been over all of the numbers for all of these quarterbacks before. Dak's are there. Yeah, and he lost to the two that are ahead of him. I got one word for you, buddy. You're not going to like this. I got one word for you. Equity. Brock Purdy, get mad if you want to. Brock Purdy doesn't have any equity. That's why Brock Purdy's get. and I agree with you, by the way. That's why Brock Purdy's getting disrespected the way that he is. He doesn't have the equity. Dak, Dak does. If that's I think that that I think is the difference between those two. That might be the difference between Brock and everybody else. Brock has to be like exceptionally better than everyone else. He can't I don't think he can be a little bit better than Patrick Mahomes or a little bit better than Lamar, Jalen, Dak, whoever whoever you want to put in the conversation. I don't think he could be a little bit better. I think he has to be exceptional like much better. 49ers beat the Eagles, like mm-hmm. you just said, mm-hmm. and Dak loses. Now that's He's different. Like, that's different. Okay, that's not the scenario he laid out though. That's okay. different. Okay, Dak wins. They don't even they don't even win the division. He just beats the Eagles. He's the MVP. No, no, that's not what he said. He just said he's a front runner. If they oh, beat okay. the Eagles, he said he, he said the MVP front runner. That's right. Yeah, I, I, same I, thing I, Brock just did, and Brock beat his ass when he played him. I agree with Jesse. Oh, I he. I don't know who there the front. Ain't no chance he the front runner. I don't know who the front runner for this. He's he's very high on the list though. He. I just he, think right he might be five right now. No the, chance. The hype train no right chance. now. They're like building no Dak up to be like the people's champ right now. If if they beat Philly next week and they're at the top of the NFC in that division and his numbers are um are what they are, like he's gonna be the front runner. The, in your scenario, if Brock it goes into Philly and wins something Dak didn't do, and Brock beat his ass when he played him. There ain't no, there ain't no way. This he isn't be ahead the of college him. football playoff. No this isn't the BCS. No, no. There ain't no way he should be ahead of him. Absolutely no way. If he did something that uh, Dak could not do, because he couldn't step out of bounds or he couldn't took the, take the ball from the eight yard line and score. As a matter of fact, he ended up being right. on the thirty eight after being on eight. 
if Brock goes in and did something that he can't do after beating him down and beating his team down in week five, there is no head to there head. is no argument that can be heard that Dak should be ahead of him. Head to head is not a conversation in the MVP race. Well, all right, well, he ain't do nothing Brock did. Nothing. There is no argument. There is no sensible argument that would have Dak over him. And his numbers are may, uh, maybe barely better than uh, Brock's. Maybe. They're about the same. 20, 26 and 6 to 19 and 6. 2,800 yards versus standby, 3,200 yards. Obviously, extra game for Dakota. They're not far off. Both not, nine that's and three. not good enough. That's not good enough. That's not good enough. You're holding, you're holding pass failures against Dak Prescott. And I'm MVP, holding this year. I didn't say nothing about the pass. I'm talking about this year. Head-to-head head, head head is not a factor. If that scenario plays out, Dak he, Prescott he did not doesn't, go into Philly. Dak Prescott doesn't go against Brock Purdy. He did not go into Philly. If that scenario happens, he did not go into Philly the way Brock did and win. Doesn't matter. What do you mean it doesn't matter? Say what I said. It doesn't any, matter. even have a better record. How? The, the, the Niners will be the one. Just everybody wins out. Niners have a one seed. Well, wait, now, see, now you're jumping ahead. Maybe I'm misunderstanding what Jesse's saying. I'm ending at the Eagles game next week with the Dallas Cowboys. That's where I'm ending this. The yeah, Niners will be the one seed. Okay. I'm, okay. So, I'm so sticking with my take. If the 49ers win this week and Dallas wins next week, Dak Prescott will be the front runner after that Eagles game if they win. I think he's right. He'd be wrong. I think he's right. That, that, that would be as bad as Dayball. Stop it. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's not fair. Don't do that. He beat up up on a bunch of under 500 teams. He finally wins one against an over 500 team, and he MVP. Stop. Look at that. Look at that schedule. That schedule is trash. And the time they play somebody, he'd be one and two. None of this stuff factors into MVP. There ain't no way he wins. None of this stuff factors into MVP. Not saying he's going to win MVP. I'm saying if Jesse's scenario plays out a week from now, that noise is going to be very loud. (laughs) <laughs> it can be loud all one. The people that vote are not voting for him. I think you're wrong. I, I bet you he's first in odds, though, if it happens. Yeah, I bet you he is, too. Right. I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll, I'll ride with Jesse on that one. On I think you're right. I think you're right. We'll come back. Uh, we will talk with Kyle Matson. He teased something eight minutes ago. <laughs> Kyle Matson pays off that tease. We'll talk about this Eagles 49ers game. We're going to talk a lot of NFL. Of course, we'll talk Sacramento Kings as well as they are back at practice today. They got the Denver Nuggets coming up tomorrow. Who, by the way, We'll be on the second night of a back-to-back as they're in Phoenix tonight. Uh, so we'll talk about all of that, man. It's going to be a fun day. James Ham, final hour of the show. Steve and Casey brought to you by Sky River Casino here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Whispering tilt the screen like my mic's not hot. Kyle just... Tilt the screen this way? Yeah, no, more like... Like ship. Let, no, that's it. Oh yeah, there you go. You look great right there. Thanks. Okay. Casey was apparently pissed at our conversation because he just bounced. Did you, okay, he's so gone. Before, I, before, I, he did not appreciate our Dak Brock conversation, so he just left. That's no, that's totally fine. And if he wants to come back, then we can we can restart that conversation. Did, I think it's fascinating, but I want to wait till he's here to to talk about it. Uh, did you see what Draymond I don't Green know said? That he's coming back. Um, I saw a lot of Draymond Green, a lot more than I cared to. Uh, I was confused. I was like, so y'all put him on the podium after a win, huh? And then Bonte hit me to it was a big day for Golden State with the yeah. 11, 30, 23 day. Right, right. Um, he said, this team can win a championship. You have to build chemistry and continuity, and we're still in that phase. wonder why they're still in that phase. Yeah. It's almost like one of their key players is out for five games. I don't know. I don't Weird. Know. Could be. Weird. Oh, hey, Could be that. It's easier. Could be that he had to Casey had to go cool off. It's okay. It's all right. That's fine. Uh, no problem. We I got did, you. Did I, did I miss? Did I miss what Kyle had? To no, say? he per, he waited for you. I was like, I don't I know did. if he's yeah, coming yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. He stormed yeah, out of here. He, he, I heard him cuss at the person from Philadelphia down the street. <laughs> he's got Charlie all riled up. Charlie's been pissed <laughs> off in Philadelphia all morning. Tough day in this building. Tough, <laughs> tough day in this building. I think there's two sides to this MVP thing that's happening. There's. Jesse's side, which is the pragmatic, like, look at this, how the voters are going to look at this. Mm-hmm. Look at this, how Vegas is looking at it. Mm-hmm. Kenny's going with the logic of, like, well, if Dak couldn't beat Philly in Philly and Brock goes into Philly and wins, even though. But Dak didn't have to play Philly in Philly. Like, what are you talking about? Is there it, it is. Oh, oh they, they yeah, that's right. That's oh, right. Yeah. Well, they played if, twice, and the 49ers if, play once. But it's not, not if, if Brock Purdy goes in and doesn't do something spectacular, like he's fighting uphill already. He's already fighting against the, well, he's not very good. It's his off- It's it's the offensive play caller mm-hmm. with Kyle Shanahan. It's Christian McCaffrey. It's Debo Samuel. It's Brandon Ayuk. It's Trent Williams. He's not even the MVP of his team. Mm. Like he's fighting it. He would need to go for like 350 and four touchdowns in Philly to move the needle, I yeah. think. Here's where Brock Purdy stands, and this is what Jesse's saying, and this is where. where By the I way, agree. doing that would match his numbers with that. His numbers would be damn near identical to Dax if he did that. Man, that'd be really funny. And if he does that, I think he would very deservedly be like, "Dang, that is hella impressive." Okay, Jalen Hurts right now, the MVP frontrunner. This is according to to BetMGM. I just I just went and looked. Mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts the frontrunner. Second, Dak Prescott. Hmm. Dak Prescott is second in the MVP odds right now. Then it's Patrick Mahomes, then Lamar Jackson, then Tua, and then Brock. So is part of this discussion, the, the, the whole overall discussion, the fact that, and this was a this dates back, you know, a week or whenever we first had this conversation, there's no real front runner for this right now. Like we could talk Vegas all we mm-hmm. want to. When Lamar won the MVP, it was about week. 13, 14, it was mm-hmm. like, man, this is Lamar's award. Yes, right. yes. The year... Nobody's running away with The year right Carson now. Wentz got hurt. You knew Carson Wentz was yeah. going to be the MVP, but he got yeah. hurt. Uh, 
hell, it felt like it was Jalen's award last year. Yeah. Right. Then he yeah, got hurt. Like, like, yeah. This year, it's like, but but to Ken, it could but, be anybody. Yeah, and to Kenny's point, that's where. Okay, let's let's play this out. Okay, let's go to the hypothetical world where we're going to build the Brock Purdy at the end of the year is is getting MVP votes. I think it does involve Jalen Hurts a not playing well this weekend and Brock Purdy playing extremely well and and affecting winning like like not in a way of like oh he runs the offense and he went nineteen of twenty three for two hundred and three yards and a touchdown and just didn't turn the ball over. That's not going to do it, right? You know what makes it worse? What? Christian McCaffrey having like three touchdowns. Yeah, that's mm. <laughs> that's that's mm. the other aspect, which could definitely happen. So it, it, that's that's where I, I forget exactly where I was going with this, but oh, it's building the, the case. So Jalen Hurts loses this week, doesn't play well, and then loses against Dallas, and Dak Prescott uh, plays well, but then Brock Purdy just down the stretch. The Niners go undefeated. He lights up the the Ravens. They got another game coming up on, on Christmas against the Ravens. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the rest of the way, he would have to light it up while Dak Prescott and the Cowboys maybe lose one, or maybe they even lose to the Eagles. But Jalen Hurts just doesn't play great. And at the end of the year, everybody's sitting here, and the Niners are the one seed, and it's like, man, Brock threw for 4,200 yards and 34 touchdowns, and he had less than 10 picks. And, man, he set a, almost a record for yards per attempt, and they're the one seed. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, 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 to me, where he's going to – have to get because I don't think at the end of the year if they're the two seed that he's going to have done enough to kind of climb up that that hill that he's fighting against because he really is if you flipped if you because he could still beat Philadelphia dude, and be the two flip, seed flip the teams right now I don't know if this is an argument for 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 Jesse's side or for Kenny's side so I'm just going to say it and you guys decide uh, flip the teams let's put the Niners at 10 and 1 and they've done exactly what Philly has done Philly's 8 and 3 and the quarterbacks have done exactly what they like. They look exactly the same. Mm. Jalen Hurts is being talked about as an MVP more than Brock Purdy is. Mm. I just if think Jaylen, that's, if Jalen Hurts has Brock Purdy's numbers or the numbers, if he has every right he, now. he said if everything is exactly the same, just, just the records the are reversed. Flip the team. Eight and three yeah. versus ten and one. I yeah. think people are still like Jalen Hurts is the MVP. It's a prejudice. Prejudice might be a strong word against Brock Purdy for some reason, which is something we've talked about, which I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. and I think that's and I think that's where I, I, I don't know if I even disagree with Kenny, but when you say like Brock Purdy is going to be an MVP front runner, maybe like to to people who who but voting wise, it's going to take Brock Purdy so much because there's so much of a I, I guess prejudice a preconceived notion about how he impacts the Niners offense and he is so far down the pecking order that the 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 I think the overarching theme would be well he's not even the MVP of his team well it's like the the Domantas Sabonis stuff it's it's like it's it's writers that don't want to admit we didn't know who this kid was Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I don't know we covered Mm -hmm. Jimmy for so long oh Trey Lance was this like Mm -hmm. oh it's Kyle Shanahan oh it's I don't know who this kid is he was the last pick of the draft what do you want me to do well we've got to protect ourselves so we don't look like giant Mm a-holes and uh, it's Jalen or it's Patrick or it's Lamar or whoever because back to that word I used a minute equity Mm -hmm. we don't know who this kid is I yeah. Well, we know Christian McCaffrey's really good. We know Trent Williams is one of the greatest players at his position. Right. And you got Debo. You got all these 
these toys mm-hmm. uh, is one of my co-hosts. As if the Eagles say. stink. As if Jalen Hurts is just dragging a terrible roster. That's exactly what. <laughs> that's exactly what Casey said earlier this week. It's, it, it's but, hilarious. Now to everything that's going on, and Jesse, you could tell me. You could you could tell me because I understand the conversation between if Jesse thinks that Dak should or he thinks he would. Those are, like you said, those are two different things. Jesse, do you think he should be the front runner in that situation? Or are you saying, I don't know if he should or not. I know that he would be. It's both, both, I guess. I think he should be. I think he should be up there. Dallas is playing good right now, and I think I think we hold – their postseason, their postseason failures against them a little bit too much. I definitely do. Yeah, I, like I, like I'm kind of coming around to Dallas right now. Like like regular season right now, they're playing great and Dak Dak yeah, like he should be up there. I think too. In this situation, in this situation, I, I'm I, I'll tell you, I understand Wood. Wood is different, like because that's money and that's popularity and all this other stuff. Wood, I could absolutely see him being the front runner, betting wise or all that other stuff if that scenario played out. Mm-hmm. You talk about should be, absolutely not. Why? Why not though? Absolutely not. Because forget the playoff pass. He's one and two in any big game this year. If that happens, he he didn't go into Philly and win. He didn't go into nope. San Francisco and win. So he won a game in Dallas in, against Philly. In, he went into Philly and went twenty nine and forty four for three hundred and seventy four yards, three touchdowns, and no turnovers. And he lost. And he had he had a chance so, to win it. It for first and goal and ended up on the thirty eight. He, he, he can't he can't avenge that, that loss though with a win next week against them. No, he no he can't over, over the last. No, not not in your scenario. If Brock goes into Philly and does what he couldn't do, so much of so much of the MVP award we, is is like the end of the year, right? Like the mm-hmm. last five games could swing the award one way or the last three games if it's tight between three or four guys. <laughs> Dak Prescott in the last seven games, right, in the last seven weeks. And I promise, this is what this is what voters are going to do. They're not going to go look at the context of that. Right. They're not going to go right. look and then go through every box and, score of every player. They're going to go, wow, look at what he did in Philly. And that, and that, I'm sorry, not to cut you off. And okay. that's the aspect of what will or would happen mm-hmm. as opposed to what should. That's sure. what I'm talking okay. about. Okay. <laughs> Dak's last seven games. He is completing 70.5% of his throws for 2,173 yards, 21 touchdowns, and two picks over 17 games. That is 5,300 yards, 51 touchdowns, and five interceptions. Mm. Like, that's how good he's been over the last set. He definitely deserves to be in that mix. And if he continues playing this well and Dallas continues winning games, like, Dallas has that, and again, this is what I think would happen. Mm -hmm. Dallas has that cachet as, oh, America's team, and people want Dak to thrive. Like, people really want Dak to be the dude and to be good. And I, I just because of how public facing he is, how often they are on 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 national TV, he's made he's been in the playoffs, he's been around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It would be like, hey, Dak deserves this. Mm-hmm. Versus a guy like Brock Purdy, where people are going, Well, yeah, but is he even is he even a top five player on his own team? Mm-hmm. I think that would be kind of where it goes. With Brock Purdy too, like I don't hate like him being up there for MVP and stuff, but he just doesn't have like that hype train that you need also. Yeah, he would need he would need a huge last <laughs> Several he, weeks. He needs to, to tear Philly up. To now, now, now the Cowboys, they got some games coming up. That yeah. would be something that you could respect. Yeah. But we talk about those last whatever games. They, the combined record is probably 7-35. and 35. What if they beat Philly and then 
Christmas, I think Christmas Eve, they go into Miami and they beat Miami. Well, that's too. what I'm saying. He's got some games to change that. Mm-hmm. He's got some change to games that. But we we cut it off at Philly, and if just beating Philly is what it is, I don't think he should be the front runner. Man, if they beat Philly, Buffalo, Miami, and then Detroit, and he keeps playing but this that's, well, that's gone so, past what we talked about. Okay, right? You right, right, right. Cut it okay, off we're talking Philly. about next week. Well, okay. he did. Yeah, he, he he Jesse did. That was that was okay. that was that was Jesse's scenario, and I guess part of that's part good of producing. Very good, but part of this conversation is like the building up, and then like the tearing down, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, the one and two in in the in the in the scenario of the two Philly games for the San Francisco 49ers and the Dallas Cowboys. Dax one and two. If I'm if I'm if 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 we're in the 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 MVP uh, selection committee boardroom, and you're 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 telling me that 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 uh, Dak went one and two against big games, I'll say oh, you're right, Casey. What Dak didn't do was have a three-game losing streak this year, though. Mm. Is yeah. it, I mean, does it I, does it matter if you want it lost them in a row or lost them in general? Like, does that matter? I, I don't know. It didn't happen to Dak. But does it? Dak does didn't it, have a three-game losing streak. Does it matter? Streak. Like, if you lose four in a row, like if you win the first two, lose four in a row, and then win the next one, is that more impressive than losing four uh, a game every three games? Like. It's still four losses. He's still got three losses. It felt like the end of the world. It, it felt like the end of the world could be approaching at the end and of the other, that three and, games. And, and yeah. what, and the other issue, how did it feel issue, after he got his ass beat by the 49ers? The other issue is. Like they got their ass beat by the 49ers like the end of, like, like he, No, I don't think it felt like. nobody. No, I don't three think. Three picks. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the. I'm talking about the. I'm talking about the team season. Wait, what did we say about the Cowboys after they got beat down? The frauds. And what, and what did we say about Dak Prescott? What did we say? We said we said he ain't it. We said that we said we said the, the the Cowboys were frauds. And he's part of that. He's part of that. I think the other issue with this is working against Brock is so much nationally, so much of the blame for their three game losing streak got thrown on his right arm. And I don't think it was necessarily all on him. Did he have a couple of bad picks? Like, yeah, for sure. But it wasn't like, oh, Brock Purdy suddenly our guy Scott Gobranson wrote an article. About how the glass slipper is doesn't fit anymore, or whatever he wrote about Brock Purdy, the clocks run out, clock struck midnight on Brock Purdy because look, he can't throw the, we can't stop throwing the ball to the wrong team. Mm. Like that was that was people who don't watch the Niners week in and week out. That was the thought, and that is what voters are. And I think if you ask a lot of voters, hey, what is the biggest reason that the Niners lost three games in a row? They're not going to go, well, you know what? It was Isaiah Oliver, and they had some coverage issues in the back end, and uh, they needed to get Steve Wilkes down on the field. And it, no, they're going to go, well, Brock Purdy just couldn't stop turning the ball over. And that I, that that's right. where that three-game losing streak, I think, would hurt him more than Dak's four total losses. They pull up box scores, and they're going to they're not going to go, yeah, they had a chance to win that game at the end against Philly. They're going to go, hey, 374 yards and three touchdowns in Philly – that's super impressive. Well, let, let's but let's call that what it is. Well, that's that's incompetence and that's laziness. Sure, but that's like, but I, and that's the difference between would and should. Mm. Right? That's all mm-hmm. that's all I'm saying. I'm not disputing the would. Mm-hmm. Like I understand completely pause. how the game goes and how no, 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 pause, no, for sure. No, for sure. Hey, no, I no, not no. Wait, we're pausing Kenny for saying would? He no. said he's not disputing the would. No, oh, man, come on. You know what? That's a flag on the no, play. On. Flag on the play. No. Flag on the play. Oh, oh. Illegal contact. Illegal contact. Kenny Carraway. They had to, they had to uh, reconvene on that like uh, like uh, intentional grounding. I had to meet with the back judge. They had to talk to each other real quick <laughs> to see if it was intentional grounding. So I'm not disputing that aspect of it. 
because I understand how the game is played. But you talk about should. I don't, I don't think he should be ahead of Tua. Dak? Yeah. Tua stinks, so. <laughs> you just got kicked out of Studio One, huh? <laughs> I joke. They're in the mix. I love, I love Tua. But no, and, to, and, to me, like, what a – Tell us the name that's not being brought up when we talk MVPs. We know that that's not realistic. No, I know, but again, should, should. Right, right. Is, <laughs> if Tyrell goes for 2,100 receiving yards and 22 touchdowns, like how is that not just, be- if you're going, yeah, is it this qu- this quarterback or da-da-da, it's like maybe it's the receiver that just nobody can freaking stop. Hmm. But anyways. Oh, and real quick. By the way, 3,100 and some change. Mm-hmm. Twenty-two and ten for Tua. What's the What's to say that um, he should he should be above Patrick Mahomes, Dak? Fatigue. Yeah, and I think that's a and, wood. And that's a yeah, wood. Yeah, fatigue. Not yeah, sure. I'm not again. Yeah, yeah, yeah fatigue. You're right though. You're and I right. think and I think like Mahomes just that offense has not been that good this year, and I think that's kind well, of the, well. Part of it the, is because sorry, we, I'm sorry. If we talking about that, that, the Cowboys' offense ain't been good. They hadn't been able to score in the red zone all year long. If we if we if we getting into it, but there's a there's a perception around Patrick Mahomes that his that <laughs> he's supposed to. And again, now we're at, now we're that's at, what I'm saying. Uh, and we are the ones driving the force of the things that should be having the conversations that should be happening. Hey, real not quick, the lazy, hey, not hey, the lazy narratives hey, that go down. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stop the this real quick. Do you know how many points the Dallas Cowboys okay, are averaging you. this that's, year? That's, that's what I was looking at. I was average? like, that doesn't sound right. How many? Oh, let's start with the Chiefs. How many do you think the Chiefs are averaging? Oh, man. 26. 23.3. That's 11th in the league. Mm-hmm. The Dallas Cowboys, 32.3 points per game, first in the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their last handful of games, 43-23 in the loss, 49-33, 45-41. Mm-hmm. Although Deron Bland responsible for say, 35 of them points. Man. <laughs> how many defenses? That's they, crazy. They probably, Deron Bland. Yo, he got flamed last night. He really oh. did. He really did. That's oh. his record still Deron impressive, Bland though. And the, <laughs> super impressive, for sure. Deron Bland and the special teams probably account for 10 touchdowns this year. 10? Deron got six himself. They got a block punt or block kick in week one. I think they got another one against the Giants or uh, against the Patriots. We're up to eight. All right, we have the technology. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Deron Bland has five pick sixes, a fumble return, and a block field goal, so seven. That's seven. He's got That's seven on – he's got – No, he's got no, 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 oh, no. No, it's got to be defense. defense. Oh, God. Oh. I'm about to say, damn, the he defense has for six. seven touchdowns. Deron Bland doesn't have six? He has five. Oh, I thought the record. That's the record. Was, I, thought I, thought the, the record I thought the record was, was, was six. Yeah. Incredible call by Jim Nance, by the way, on the record-breaking pick six. Tony Romo's got to learn to lay out, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Tony Romo just goes – he just did you hear it? Oh yeah. He, and uh, that, and he, wow, the eyes and the, the instincts, Jim. Like, dude, just shut up. You've got nothing to say. Tony Romo might be a one hit wonder if we came in oh, real. Jim no. Nance, Jim Nance, oh, no. he's tough. Jim Nance nailed it, and Tony Romo did not have the broadcasting chops to be like, I need to let that breathe. It's like I gotta say something. He, he didn't have anything to say. It's where the excited kid thing becomes like a detriment. Yes. It is like, hey, shut up. Can I can I keep it a stack that may get me kicked off oh. this program forever? What you talking about here? I don't know. I don't know how how you guys feel about this person. So, uh, people, Gus Johnson has the same problem. Gus Johnson's a little tough sometimes. Um, he's not what he used to be. He, Gus is uh 
I still like him though. Gus is an acquired like taste. He's good for college sports. Yeah, I think he he's is. best for basketball too. I think he kind of he does football and. How many times fits. do you know how many times I've listened to Gus Johnson go? And there's a run up the middle for a gain of three. Like, oh God, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, relax, that's, bro. That's, Just yeah, yeah, turn yeah, yeah. it down. Not good. Like, Not good. Like the Gus gasm at the end of the oh, there's a hail mary. And, and it's time expires to, to, for number to, for an unranked team to upset number one. Okay, fine, blow the top off. But I don't, I don't need that for Texas Tech v Baylor mm-hmm. with six minutes left in the first quarter, man. It's all right. Just I do love when. Doug Christie used to be in it uh, uh, on the on the call. Mm-hmm. The individual he worked with would have to teach Doug because he yeah, had that Tony run. put a hand out. Yeah, and so Doug used to go, <laughs> and you'd hear him in the background like his mic was off, but it was getting picked up by the other guys, and you just hear all these strange noises coming from Doug Christie because he was so excited. I'm I'm in the uh, minority here. I don't have a problem with the color analyst. With a with a, um, it has to be in the right true, spot. A true, real quick, real quick. Yeah. Keegan Murray full participant at practice. Okay, we've learned. I think this okay. is the yeah, second I, full practice. I'm not getting, I'm not getting too. <laughs> happy. This is the second full practice he's been a part of. <laughs> Obviously, they 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 play tomorrow. Uh, James Ham says we should have an update on that. Okay, within the that's, next that's a good handful sign. of minutes. But sorry we'll, to interrupt, Keegan we'll Murray, full participant. I bet he's questionable because they want to see how it responds tomorrow morning. So that's that. That's exactly what I thought the other day, and boy, was I wrong. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Whoops. They had, but him, I, I, I think you're correct. They had him doubtful that day, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Speaking of, yeah. yep. So, but the whole the whole thing, how I feel, Dak has had a really good season. I'm not here to crap on Dak's season. He's he's played well. You're not. No, this felt like no, it. no. Just because he's, it's like we say with LeBron. Just because I say he's not number one doesn't mean I think he's had a bad season. He's had a really good season. Number two, he could be in the in the discussion uh, if he wins against Philly. But right now, he hasn't done enough. I, I'm I'm not going on narratives. I watched who he played. I I've watched the season. Mm-hmm. He had beaten the Giants. And the and the Patriots and all this other stuff and putting those numbers up against that's not good enough to me, especially mm. when I seen you against real competition, not do any like you've been. But, you was good against Philly. He was terrible against the Forty uh, ers So it was not good. You're, there's there's no doubt about that. Seahawks are a bad football team. Seahawks aren't very Seahawks good. Are they're they're average. mid. I enjoyed the hell out of that, that football game. game. That, that was, was a game. a short week. That was a, it was a Thursday mm-hmm. night game. It was a short week. Dallas was the home team. I thought the game was a blast. I really enjoyed it. I'm not – I don't think Seattle's bad. They're not – They're average. They're, they're very yeah, – They are very and, and, mid. And lost in that, and maybe – I wish the schedule makers would pay attention and find – like, it's 2023, you could find a way to do this. They weren't on a short week. Both teams were on full rest. Oh, that's which, right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. real good that's game. That's right. That's right. That's you know right. I mean? My instead apologies. Of, yep. Instead of trying to make these teams play in yeah. four days, like, schedule makers, you could find a way – to put all the Thursday games after somebody's buy or something yeah. like that, and mm-hmm. you can get a better product, a better game. Back-to-back yeah. Thursday night games for both of them. Good call. I, I completely missed that. I forgot last week was Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. Me too. Kenny Dang. Caraway. That's what was Kenny Caraway, fact checker. <laughs> so, Kenny Calendar over but, here. But I think Dak, Dak, to answer your question, Seahawks are a solid team. They're average. They're, they're fine. fine. Yeah, yeah, they're fine. Um, they're not on the same caliber as the Giants or nothing like that. Uh, but nor are they the same caliber of the Eagles and the, right. and the, and the, and the Ravens. Somewhere in teams. between. Mm-hmm. Dak has had a, has had a really good season. Up to this point, he hasn't done enough 
for me to say he's in the conversation. Mm-hmm. And you don't go from not being in the conversation to number one in one game. But I don't think it's one game. I think but it's. It I think it's been happening well, for over me. The last he's seven. not in the conversation. So, he's well, not that, but the yeah, conversation. Who, who, but that's, who is uh, Brock Hurts Tua? Why is Tua there and not Dak? I mean, it's a fair point. I think he's. I think Tua's in the back end. I've made the the same argument about Tua and the Dolphins about how when they play a good team, that offense doesn't look the same. Mm, yeah. So I think he's in the back end of it. I don't think he's where. Brock and I would probably I'd probably say my top three are in no order. Hurts, mm-hmm. Brock, and Patrick Mahomes still. Okay. And Tua Lamar? and if we have to and Lamar, excuse me. Lamar Lamar's in there too. Lamar probably maybe even ahead of Brock. I, I, are they I, all I, I might have put are, Lamar ahead. Are they Patrick. all in tier one then? Like if you tier it out, that way you don't have to rank them. Yeah. Is that yeah, is that yeah. for your tier one and then you would put guys like Dak and Tua in tier two? Absolutely. Okay. That makes sense. See, and I, I think so. So I, two. I think the only difference then, if we did it that way, is I'd put Dak in tier one. I would too. He's been just dynamite. But and so that's the the weird that that's the thing with Dak is it didn't look great to start. It looked like whoo, and this thing burned out quick. Yeah, and then it it kind of ramped up, and that's the that's like the discussion we're here in week thirteen. Yeah, d- discussing mm-hmm. having this conversation. With five more weeks to go, and it's yes. it's it's a fun conversation for sure. But we've still got five more weeks yeah. of this. Five really big weeks for at least just off the top of my head because I know the two schedules: Brock and Dak. Mm-hmm. For sure. Hell, I know Lamar is on the 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 Forty Nine er schedule. Yeah. Lamar shows out on Christmas Day. Yeah. <laughs> we get yeah. back in here. We're yeah. having a different conversation. Yes. Yeah. That's a, that's the fascinating thing with Dak, is if you flip his season. And you give him these last seven weeks as his first seven weeks. Mm-hmm. Through seven weeks, it's like Dak's the MVP. Dak's running away with it. He's Russell Wilson. But then if these, if these la- mm. his first five weeks happen over the last five, we're sitting here going into week 13 going like, well, Dak's out. Mm. Like Dak in the last five weeks just hasn't been good. Mm-hmm. It, it's just, it's all about, it's all about. I don't want that remark to slide. Mm. That was a good one. It was Russell Wilson. Yeah. How many times has Russell Wilson won the first half of the season MVP award? So many, and then left, just exited stage right, like no remember, more. Remember when Chris Collinsworth declared on national TV that he was definitely voting for Russell Wilson? Oh, <laughs> and then he for sure didn't. <laughs> we haven't really talked much about the game. Can you stay a couple minutes? Yeah. Oh, can we, we just just keep going? Should we just keep going? Let's just keep going. Eagles 49ers this weekend. <laughs> yeah, sure is. Can, a couple of MVP frontrunners, huh? Can Can Brock Purdy be successful with a, a backwards hat, <laughs> dude? Um, I get like Cowherd's doing a bit, and honestly, I kind of bro his whole effing career is a bit. Right, that's what right. pisses me off. Yes, his yes. whole career is a bit, yes. and yes. they keep falling for it. Right, that was that was I wrote about his thing on on his his backwards hat Brock Purdy thing on on Niners Wire. And just made it very clear, like, hey, this unserious thing that he said, this faux outrage that he has, like, he doesn't actually care. He says that because he knows that that clip mm-hmm. is going to go viral on 49ers Twitter and people are going to be all pissed off. Mm-hmm. Usually I stay away from uh, Cowherd, but I responded to that one. Yeah. yeah. You did. He's just. Yeah. And some people yeah. responded shortly thereafter with nearly identical tweets. It was freaking amazing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I don't think he's that stupid in real life, but that I mean, well, that's just that's just dumb. He's, no. 
carved out a career, but man. Man, he carved out a career we're, stupidity. We're, he got, yeah. I was out on Cowherd when he started talking about the city of Portland that one time. I was out on Cal- Cowherd when he told me to move into a gay neighborhood. Because he knew what neighborhoods were. He oh. said it's so much better if you move around. Get, like gay people just live in one area. I was like, bro, you that you will bother me. It's like you believe your audience. You, you believe your audience is so stupid. They're not even going to take the time to like. I'm sorry. Like, where where where's that at? Where do you find one of those? Like in the census, it says check your sexual preference. Right. Like, bro. And this was like ten years ago. He was still on ESPN. Like, bro, you're done. Good lord, you're I, done. Good. You got to go. I've, you got to go. I've Stop never, talking to me like I'm stupid. Never liked this guy. That's a clown. An never absolute clown. Who's not a clown and who's very important to the San Francisco 49ers defense is Eric Armstead. Do we have an update on Eric Armstead and no, what it might look like for um, him? I was actually just checking for that because Kyle Shanahan was talking today, uh, I think right now actually. Um, Eric Armstead didn't practice the first two weeks or first two ga- first two days of this week. Um, it looks like he was at practice today. That's according to Matt Barrows of The Athletic. No word on whether he's going to play or not. He did say yesterday that he expects to play, but God knows what he, that means. Eric said Eric that? said that, yeah, okay. sorry. Eric said he expects to play. So my guess is he's there. He's at practice today. He'll probably be listed as limited, and they'll call him questionable. And then Kyle Shanahan will get asked about it, and he'll say, yeah, there's a chance. <laughs> every week, every time there's somebody questionable. Hey, does he have a chance to go? Yeah, yeah, he has a chance. <laughs> he has a chance. Every time. All right. <laughs> Asking the important questions. All right. But did you have a chance? No. God, no. You're trying to gain a competitive advantage only by calling said, questionable. One time he said there's no chances with Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's funny. And it was true. That was funny. <laughs> he treated Jimmy Garoppolo like he was Dylan Brooks. Did you see any scenario? God, no. No. Like, no. Oh have God. you seen that guy? <laughs> he stinks. I was like, right. He was right. We don't get along very well. Uh, I this is this is how I feel about this particular game. Eagles are a really good team. Um, obviously. It's not like they're scrubs or anything like that. But the key is whether or not the 49ers can keep Brock upright more times than not mm-hmm. and give him time to throw. And if they can protect against that Eagles line, which is ferocious. Very it's, good. It's for, mm-hmm. But if they can protect, like much like they did against the Cowboys, front seven, mm-hmm. and they were able to keep them up right then. If that happens on Sunday, it's the Niners running away. It's the 49ers running away. 34-20, mm-hmm. 34-17, relatively easy work. The the That's just if they if they slow down the pass rush? They slow down. If, if the pass – if. If they protect the way they did, let's say in the Cowboys game, mm. it's over for Philly. It's yeah, over. Yeah, if that if they do that, the the rain makes me kind of question a lot of this. Mm-hmm. But if that happens, where and I think they can game plan around some of the some of the pass rush stuff. But that's the that's the thing that is I think it's not like Brock Purdy didn't play enough in last year's game to give us any idea about what he looks like b- behind the Niners offensive line mm. with, because Josh Johnson was not it. like that was not 
that that the offense was not running as efficiently as it as it would have with with Purdy under center because right. he had been there for a week and a half or whatever it was. Right. I guess it had been a few a few weeks at that point, but he's not playing with the starters. He's getting thrown in mid game, like whatever. So we don't know what Brock Purdy looks. It's not like he got pummeled twenty seven times and had to get taken out because it's like, dude, he's just gotten hit so much he can't move. Mm-hmm. It was he got hit on a fluke play one time. How many guys do you see in a season get hit while they're throwing? Man, he oh, just got God. hit in the right spot and his UCL blew out. Right. So that's what. It's not like the Niners' offensive line just got smoked when Brock Purdy was in there. Like they were at the fifty and I think five plays. Mm-hmm. They're just cruising along. So. I think you're right in that if they're going to pass block and they're going to have a good game plan to get the ball out of his hands quick and maybe do some misdirection stuff in the run game, some screen game, just to slow down a guy like Hassan Reddick and Jalen Carter and 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 Brandon Graham and just keep those guys a half step, mm-hmm. then, okay, I can see the Niners scoring and putting some points up. My question is, can the Niners, especially if, if Eric Armstead doesn't play or he's compromised in some way, can they stop Philly? Like that's honestly where my biggest question is at this point, because I don't know if if the Niners' run defense is is that's a concern is I don't want to say good enough, but can the Niners' run defense hold up against a running quarterback with DeAndre Swift, and then what does their secondary look like down the field against AJ Brown against Devontae Smith? Like that's going to be it. That's my bigger question than what does the Niners' offense look like? Because Philly's defense hasn't been that good this year. No, like it's been it's, it's been it's been it's not as good as it was last that's, year. That's it. Thank you. That's yeah. what I should have said. It's good. But it's not it's not like wow, they are setting records for sacks and all this stuff. Like they can be had. They can mm-hmm. they can get scored on. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter but of like you said, I at think the end of the game, can you slow down Jalen Hurts? An important note is we don't know how this offense matches up against that defense from last year. I mean, no idea. We didn't they, get to they, see they are, it. They are very what? confident that they're gonna move the football though. And, and what, what I can That's, say what I can say though is we've seen the Niners go up against better defenses. And Cleveland. Cleveland, they struggled. They dominated Pittsburgh. Absolutely destroyed Pittsburgh. They destroyed the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. Both better defenses than Philly. Now, the conditions were different. There was no raining, Mm -hmm. you know, no rain or nothing like that. So that plays a bit of a factor. Pittsburgh was first game of the year, too. Mm -hmm. I just think that's part of the That that was part of the reason I thought Pittsburgh was going to win. Like, you get Mike Tomlin a whole offseason to. You had me gassed. I was worried about that game. And that, that was I, a pick, game. I picked Pittsburgh in my survivor pool. That was a game where I wanted to say, "Oh man, it's tough." Oh no, it's a, it's a week one. It's a week one rebuy. So I just took a, I just kind of threw a hail mary. And that was that was one. I where was out two weeks later. I felt <laughs> <laughs> that was one where I felt, I felt how I feel about this game. I felt that way about the Pittsburgh game. Mm. I just didn't. I didn't say with my chest. Mm. I feel that way about the Philly game. This is this is the other thing, and I'll say it. People, you know, talk about being a homer or whatever the case may be, but tell me where I'm wrong. When the 49ers have been at full strength and have been healthy, it hasn't been close this year. It hasn't been close. When they've had their guys, which aside from Eric Armstead and Talanaga Hufanga, they should have on Sunday, mm. it hasn't been close. Yeah. They have destroyed everybody in their way. Mm-hmm. And that's bad teams like the Cardinals and the Giants. That's good team, good-ish teams like Pittsburgh, Dallas, and Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Until I see until I, I, until I see different, that's how I feel. When everybody's there and nobody's messing with them. 
you guys know how I typically roll with this. Like I'm I I'm very like, okay, yeah, all that stuff can go right, but here's all the stuff that can go wrong, right? I I keep coming back to this, and I've said this on on the insiders. I've said this on Candlestick Chronicles. I've I alluded to it here. I sit here and I go, the Niners are good, undoubtedly one of the two best teams in the NFC, but Philly is ten and one. They are the better team until proven otherwise, right? Mm. Then I think about me. I do some introspection, and I flip it, and I go, what if everything was the same but the teams were flipped, and Philly was 8-3, and three, and they had all these dominant wins and these three weird losses in the middle of the season where they missed a field goal, and then they turned it over in the red zone, and, mm. and then had a, had a loss at home to where they just got beat by the Bengals. And the Niners were the 10-1 and one team with, you know, just sneaking by Minnesota and you know, holding off the Patriots at the end of the game and, uh, do, you know, holding off Dallas at the end of the game, all these close wins and they were 10 and 1. I would be sitting here on this show going, yeah, Philly has a worse record, but look how dominant they've been. Look how, look how awesome they've been in all these wins. Yeah, they had the three-word, but they had the injuries and this and that. When they're healthy, they've been dominant. That's what I'd be saying about Philly. So part of me is like, yeah, man, that's, that should, that should, that's the take about the 49ers, I think. Is that uh, they've been they've been their ceiling their floor has been lower but their ceiling has definitely been higher. It doesn't mean they're unbeatable, you know. Because mm-hmm. I see people in the chat, Rob W, Doctor David, they're getting their feelings when I say something like that. Nobody's saying they're unbeatable. I'm just telling you what I've seen. When they've had their full, when they've played with the roster they're going to play with on Sunday, mm-hmm. it has not been close. They've destroyed That's, people. That is what's happened. Yeah. So that and it, it could be this Sunday the Eagles are better, and they beat this team or they make them look normal or whatever, and then you tip your hat. And I'll be like, well, you can't say that anymore because they went up against the Eagles, and the Eagles handled mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I have no problem saying that. But yeah. I'm talking today on Friday, December 1st, every time this group that's scheduled to mm-hmm. go in to play a game this year, they've destroyed teams. Mm-hmm. So I see otherwise that's how it's going to be. The Chatty House commitment to hating the 49ers is something that I respect greatly. <laughs> It's like there's been so many games the Niners are going to lose according to them, and then the Niners win by two touchdowns, and they're like, yeah, well that team stinks anyways. Dallas, they were going to get they were going to get handled by Dallas, and then they smoked Dallas, and it's like, yeah, well Dallas is trash anyway. Like, <laughs> I do, hey, I seriously, hey, I, I genuinely respect. Hey, it's Rob, great. Rob W is right there at uh at at um at uh thirty two thirty two oh, Brews. Yeah. And when we was talking about it, we heard about Trayvon Diggs. He's like, yeah, I agree with you, Casey. It's not going to be that big of a deal when they play the Niners. It's going to be da 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 da. Yeah, all right. And now, and now, now, oh, they weren't healthy. So, that, nah, I ain't trying to hear that. Beat that ass. <laughs> That's all that matters. So, don't, don't, don't even talk to me about that game. Beat that ass. Well, Rob Dub is a fan of his Cowboys, just like Ramsey is a fan of half the league. <laughs> <laughs> Ramsey's Anyone Ramsey's playing favorite, the San Francisco yeah, 49ers. That's it. That's it. Big Eagles guy this weekend there, Ramsey. I picked, I picked the 49ers to win because of the Vegas line. Vegas has the 49ers favored minus three or two and a half, depending on the book you're looking at. Mm-hmm. And that to me, as a person that used to bet on sports, who lost money losing betting on sports, I would look at it and I'd go, Eagles, play, you're giving me two and a half mm-hmm. with the Eagles at home? Give me that. Mm-hmm. Give me those two and a half points. Right with the Eagles. And then the Niners go win by two touchdowns. And it's like, oh, that's how Vegas wins all their money. Like, so that's why I'm taking the Niners. Yeah. Is because Vegas wants you to take the Eagles, and that says something to me. That speaks mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't do Vegas. I don't do that stuff. But I think this game is the 49ers. 
This is, we'll talk about well, you, it. Homer and your Colin Kaepernick hoodie over there. Yeah. It's my guy. Yeah. My guy. <laughs> Big Niner guy. My guy, D-Lo. Damian Barlow. Yeah. Shout out to him. <laughs> well, you didn't even acknowledge this. Like, you were like, there's no red in it. It doesn't count. I, I, I actually wore red on the shoes <laughs> I'm for on you. edge. See, Forgive I, me. I'm on I, edge. I, I got you, Kyle. Thanks for sticking. Kyle's been here since like 3 a.m., so thanks for sticking around. Yeah, of course. Uh, an extra few minutes. It's our man, Kyle Matson. Make sure you're following him. Check out all of his great work over at Niners Wire or on the Insiders, Monday through Friday here at 10 a.m. on ESPN 1320. We'll come back. We'll talk more, uh, a lot more about this game coming up this weekend, that game last night, and we'll hear from Harrison Barnes at King's Practice Harrison. when D-Lo and KC return here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. Oh, 